Welcome to the First Love Church. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi serves as a bishop in the First Love Church, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward-Mills. Bishop Richard currently pastors the London branch of the First Love Church, a vibrant campus ministry with young, energetic people full of first love for the Lord. We believe this message will give you hope, light and love to strengthen you in your Christian walk. Now listen to Bishop Richard. Behold the darkness shall cover the earth And gross darkness cover the people But the Lord shall arise Now keep clapping as we welcome our sister Annie to share a powerful testimony Lord has done for you. Hi guys, my name is Annie and I'm here to share about how God has saved me from a potential catastrophe. How God has saved you from a potential catastrophe. A potential catastrophe. Wow, tell us. So in May, I work in a primary school and in May, um, the kids had to do their SATs and I was working there as a teaching assistant. In September of this year, I was still in that school and I was training to become a teacher. So I, was, I had embarked on my PGCE. So in September, end of September, beginning of October, there was a letter that was announced that some teachers had over-aided um, some, some of the students. And I was a teacher and I have now been investigated over gro- gross misconduct. Wow. So, um, I was quite nervous. Um, I was now, this had now gone on the news. It it had now been in the yearly um, conference and my name was being said that I had helped some students. So, there was an investigation into gross misconduct. Yes. And your name was at the center of the I was at the center. It it was going to be me. Wow. And um, if I was found guilty, um, I would be sacked. I would not be able to complete my PDC at all. And I'll be going to court. So um, I wanted to quit. I was quite nervous. I was quite scared. So I messaged Bishop Richard. And he told me, um, don't just sit there. Plan your defense well. And I was like, Plan your what well? Plan my defense well. Plan your defense well. And I was like, okay. (laughs) So um, I contacted my union. And we had planned a strong defense. So my defense was on Thursday at 2 p.m. My hearing was on Thursday at 2 p.m. Um, I messaged Bishop on Wednesday, and he said, may God send deliverance. I said, amen, I believe it. Um, Thursday at 12.32 p.m., I received a text message, and the text message was from my union, and they stated that, do not come to the hearing, your case has been dropped. Wow! Wow! I think that's a good place to put your hands together. This side, are you, are you clapping? Yes. Okay. So what happened afterwards? So I was confused. I said, what? what, what? I wasn't, I was confused. So um, I called my union and I said, 
I mean, what happened? And then he said, you are very, very, very lucky. I don't know what happened, but they just said, don't come in. Wow. That's it. It's been dropped completely. Come, gone. Fantastic. Put your hands together for the Lord one more time. Every accusation that is headed your way shall be cancelled miraculously. Amen. So what would you like to tell us today? Um, I would like to encourage anyone that whatever you're going through, believe in God and believe that God will come through for you just in time. Fantastic. Put your hands together for a powerful testimony. And keep clapping as we welcome Rhoda from the Dancing Stars to share a powerful testimony. Wow, 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 wow. Rhoda, tell us what the Lord has done for you. Hi, guys. My name is Rhoda, and I'm part of the Dancing Stars. Wow. (laughs) What's your testimony about? Um, My testimony is how God... My testimony is how God blessed me with a graduate job. Wow. God blessed you with a graduate job. Tell us what happened. So I finished my university degree July this year. So I went back home and my plan was to work, save money while applying for my graduate job to do with my degree, which is English. Um, So by the grace, I got a job there um, while I was applying for graduate jobs. Where did you get a job? Oh, sorry. Um, At... (laughs) At Lincoln Police Station. Wow. So is that the job that you wanted? <laughs> that, uh, no, 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 no. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I was just doing admin work at the police station, um, saving money. Um, I got through to the first stage of one publishing company in London um, because I really wanted to get into publishing because I'd be surrounded by books, I'd read, I'd edit, and that's what I'm really good at. Sorry, sorry. And that's what I'm really good at. Um, So I got through the first stage, and so they invited me for an interview in London, face-to-face. I went to London, I went for the interview. Um, I thought it went well. I thought that the interviewers really liked me, so I was really positive while I was going out. I called my mom and my dad and my friends, who knew I was going for the interview, saying that, yeah, I I think I've got it. Wow. (laughs) Um, So I got... An email two weeks later, um, they were going to give me the results. And it said, unfortunately, I did not get the position. Mercy. So I was really sad. I was really disappointed because I really wanted this job. Um, So I called my parents straight away to try and vent, sort of, to say how disappointed I was. Um, But their response was, you know what, you should thank God that you got this far. It's a learning curve. You'll do better on the next try. And um, in my mind, I was like, I really don't want to thank God right now. I really want to just <laughs> But no, I, I listened to my parents. I thank God for the opportunity to even go to London, to even go to the company and see how an, an interview would be in the future. So yeah, that was that. I was going to move on to the next thing. Um, and I emailed the HR woman to give me my feedback so I could improve. Um, and the next day, I got a call from a London number. So a London number. So I just assumed it was her giving me the feedback. But as soon as I answered the call, she was really apologetic. She was saying, "I'm so sorry. I've made a mistake. I had no idea what she was going on about." And it turned out that she couldn't find any feedback. So she went back to the interviewers to ask if 
uh, if they had any for me. And the interviewers were like, no, she's the one we actually wanted. Wow. (laughs) I thought you'd be clapping. Wow. So... So when the, when the HR lady went to get feedback as to why you were rejected, the hiring manager said, no, that's the candidate that we wanted. Yep. So what happened after that? So after that, um, I was really, really happy. It just turned out she had sent me the wrong email. <laughs> and they wanted me to start as soon as possible. And that's why I'm back in London. Wow. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Now... Every negative news that is headed your way is being miraculously turned around. Amen. So, Rhoda, so are you working there? Yep. Um, I'm about to go into my fourth week of working. Wow. So, what would you like to tell us today? I would like to encourage everyone that um, don't just trust in God in the good times and the peaceful times. You should really keep your trust in God when there's uncertainty, when there's anxiety. Those are the points where you should hold on the most because that's when he'll really come through for you. Fantastic. Put your hands together for another powerful testimony. And keep clapping as we welcome the Greater Love Choir.
Was that not a beautiful song? Oh, I think you can show more appreciation for the greater love choir. Would you like some more singing? Oh, I can't, I can't feel your excitement. Would you like some more singing? Then clap your hands as we welcome Sela.
I want to stay around you, serving in your house, Lord, doing your will. I don't want to be one of those who leave you, those who pretend around you, those who forsake you. Those who forget, I bless the day I found you, Jesus. I want to stay around you, serving in your house, Lord, doing your I want to love you
Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time again. Oh, I cannot feel your excitement. Am I in the first love church? Well, I believe today light and direction shall come into your life. Do you believe it? Are you expectant? Are you ready? Do you want to hear a powerful word? That makes some noise. Clap your hands as we welcome to the pulpit Bishop Richard Allen. Okay. Shall we pray? Thank you, Jesus. Lift up your two hands and just speak in tongues for two minutes. Speak in tongues. If you don't speak in tongues, just thank God. Thank God, thank God, thank God for this afternoon. Thank God for being church. Speak it. Speak it. Don't whisper it. Speak it. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Speak. 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 He that speaketh in an unknown tongue giveth thanks well. Giveth thanks well. Speak in tanks. Kappa Shibata. Tataliarosta. Namasima. Namadota. Namakapata. Palabasta. Palabasta. Pado Laba Diba Kappa Laba Daba Diba Kappa Laba Daba Diba Kappa Laba Daba. Labaria Dabada. Daba Diba. Daba Diba. Daba Daba. 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 Sham Dolaboshiba Kalaba Yindalaba, Rabadi Lava Daba Diva Kapalaba, Femi Goma Sunda, Lebradishti, Lebradishti, Lebradishtia, 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 Nama Dilaba Shanda Lava Diva Kapa, Feminosti, Dadosta, 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 Nakaba Lava Diva Lava Kiba Lava Daba Doba Kapa, Paradashtaya. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you. We bless your precious holy name, Lord. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for forgiveness of our sins. Thank you, Lord, that you found us, you saved us, you chose us, and you planted us in your house, Lord. We pray today, Lord, let your will be done. Let your will be done. Let your kingdom come, Lord. Let your perfect will be done in this service. Speak to us, Lord. Give us direction. Give us guidance. And Father, may we be blessed because we came to you. I give you praise. I give you all the thanks and all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, say amen properly. God bless you and you may take your seats. Wow. John chapter 14. And I'm giving you prayer topics. We started receiving prayer topics from last week. Praying for the Holy Spirit. 
How many are interested in praying for the Holy Spirit? Pray for the Holy Spirit. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. In John chapter 14, the Bible tells us, in um, verse, what's that I hear? Verse 16. John 14, verse 16, it says that, and I will pray the Father, and he will, she shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. Even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but you know him. For he dwelleth with you, and he shall dwell in you. The Holy Spirit can be with you and can be in you. Luke chapter 11 is not a blessing. Verse 5. And he said unto them, Which of you shall have a friend and shall go unto him at midnight and say unto him, Friend, lend me three loaves? How many of you have gone to someone at midnight to ask for food before? You don't want to own up. For a friend of mine in his journey has come to me and I have nothing to set before him. And he said from within, sorry, and he from within shall answer and say, trouble me not, the door is now shut and my children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give thee. I say unto you, though he will not rise and give him because he is his friend, yet because of his importunity, he will rise and give him as many as he needeth. And I say unto you, ask and it shall be given you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh, uh, what happens to him? Receiveth. And he that seeketh, what happens to him? Findeth. And he that knocketh, it shall be opened. It shall be opened. If a son shall ask bread, of any of you that is a father, will he give him a stone? How many of you have asked daddy for bread before he gave you a stone? When you ask bread, what did daddy give you? Gave you bread. Okay, as much as you wanted. Wow, what a dad. Or if you ask a fish, will he for a fish give him a serpent? I mean, I've asked your dad for a fish and he gave you a serpent. He gave you a snake. Chips and snake. Instead of chips and fish. Maybe I've had chips and snake before. Okay. Or if you shall ask him an egg, 
will he offer him a scorpion? How many of you have asked for an egg before? <laughs> asked for an egg. And did you get an egg? You didn't get a scorpion. Okay, so verse 13, he says that if ye then being evil. Ajay, there's a seat here. You have someone you're looking after. Okay, fantastic. You're a nice dad. We're a nice son-in-law. Okay. If you then, if you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him how much more? Here, Jesus is encouraging us that we can pray for the Holy Spirit. He's saying that if you, your dad has never given you a serpent, a stone, or a scorpion, how much more, how much more your father in heaven give you the Holy Spirit if you ask him for the Holy Spirit. How many of you would like to ask the Heavenly Father for the Holy Spirit? Okay, I give you 30 seconds to pray for the Holy Spirit. Pray, ask God for the Holy Spirit. Ask him for the Holy Spirit. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Pray for that person called the Holy Spirit. Wow. Amen. First Corinthians chapter 12. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I will not have you ignorant. You know that you were Gentiles carried away unto these dumb idols, even as you were led. Wherefore, I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God calleth Jesus accursed. One of the leading signs that you have the Holy Spirit is that you call Jesus Lord. And that no man can say that Jesus is the Lord, but by the Holy Ghost. Like when you see those who have the Holy Spirit, you see they go witnessing. They go witnessing. They go witnessing. They try to turn many unto righteousness into Jesus. They do soul winning. They call, they, they, they announce and declare that Jesus is Lord. They become missionaries. They go to nations. They go to cities to tell the world that Jesus is Lord. That means that that's one of the manifestations of the Holy Spirit, that you have the Holy Spirit. Wow. Verse 4. Are you here? Now, there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. So you see that different people have different gifts and different abilities in the house of God. But he's saying to us that... um, it is the same spirit. When you see somebody dancing, when you see somebody singing, don't think that those who are singing have, are the ones who have the Holy Spirit and those who are dancing have, have excitement. Do you understand? So there are diversities of 
gifts. What's the meaning of diversity? Just one word. Just one word for diversity. Variations, isn't it? Different types. Different types of gifts. But it's the same spirit. Okay? Then, verse 5. And there are differences of administrations by the same Lord. No problem. Verse 6. And there are diversities of operations, but it is the same God which worketh all in all. God, Lord, Spirit, talking about the same source and the same power at work. Okay? God, Lord, source. All given a particular effect on the Christian's life. And he's saying that it's the same. The source is the same. It's coming from the same place. It's the same power, the same spirit that is at work. Then verse 7. But the manifestation, that's the word, phanerosis. Yes, the making visible. Manifestation, the making visible. The manifestation, the phanerosis. Phanerosis of the spirit is given to every man to profit with all. So it's like when you have the Holy Spirit, there are some manifestations. There are some things that you notice or you see about the person through the person's life, through the person's ministry. And it all goes to help. It is to profit. It is to help. It is to help establish you, help establish people, help establish a church, help establish ministry, help. It is to profit. It is for a profit. It's never a disadvantage to have the Holy Spirit. It is to profit. The more of the Spirit you have, the more you gain. And the more things you have, and the more things you are capable of doing. Now, while we're reading all these passages, I'm trying to point out to you that praying for the Holy Spirit, praying for the Holy Spirit, is like praying for a number of things. A number of things. Every time you pray for the Holy Spirit, you are praying for a number of things, a number of different things, because He has different functions different manifestations that come out to help. It will help you. It will make you a better Christian, a better believer, a better person. It helps you. It comes to help you. So when, when, you're, when you don't pray for the Holy Spirit or you don't have the Holy Spirit, you are very deficient in your Christian life. You are actually suffering from severe deficiency of something that would have helped you and made you more effective and a better Christian, a better Christian. As the Bible says that even when you have him, the Bible says, grieve not the spirit. Then it also says that quench not the spirit. Because when, when, you, when you kick the Holy Spirit out of your life, It is to your disadvantage. When you have him, it is to your advantage. It's a blessing to have him. And it's a problem not to have him. And it's also a problem when he's not active in your life. When he's not active. When you consciously, deliberately behave in a way that keeps him quiet in your life. You know you can have, you can have, you can have a mother... 
You can have a father. You can even have a pastor. You have one, but that person is not active in your life. Doesn't contribute to anything in your life because you shut him off. There are a lot of people in churches who have nothing to do with their pastors. Their pastors don't contribute to that. It means that they are denied of counseling. They are, de- they are, you are denied of a number of things. Sometimes you even have parents. It's not like you don't have a parent. You have parents, but you don't even make full use of having a parent. You don't talk to him. You don't relate with him. You don't ask him anything. You don't seek counsel. I've counseled a lot of people in my life. Some do what you say. Some do the opposite. I've seen not not many people, but I've seen a few who have done the ex, a few who have done exactly the opposite of what I said. The opposite. Do you understand opposite? Do you know opposite? Opposite of sad is what? Opposite of left is what? And opposite of right is what? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it means that when I said go left, the person went right. So you see, you see that you have someone in your life who is supposed to help you, but then you don't, you don't, you don't what? You don't, you don't, you don't acknowledge, recognize, believe in the function or the role of that person in your life. I really, by the grace of God, make good use of my pastor. Really, I'm telling you. Really. My pastor, really. Even, even this morning, this morning, I've communicated with my pastor. I saw him preaching. Preaching live in Manila. So I was up in the night. Right from the first service that he started preaching at. I was up watching him right from the first service. As he was, as he was preaching, I was asking him questions. I said, Baum, it's when he finished, you turn his phone on, he'll read and answer. Yes. I make full use. Well, I don't know whether full use, because I like to use more. I make good use of my pastor. And you also have to make good use of the Holy Spirit as well. Don't have things that God has given you, and you don't make full use of the things that God has given you. Do you understand? Is that you have legs and you don't walk. Not because there's a problem with your legs. The legs are there, but you don't walk. Or you have teeth and you don't chew. Or you have eyes and you've always shut your eyes. So you have eyes that you can't see. I don't know what kind of problem that will be. You have eyes and you don't open it to say you're oh, you are not blind, but you don't. You just don't use your eyes. Even when your eyes are opened, you ask somebody that what's in front of you. He doesn't have a medical name. It's, an ex, it's, a, it's, a, it's a bizarre situation. So the manifestation of the spirit is given to profit 
is given to every man to profit. What, what does NLT say on this verse? NLT. Who is helping? Who is working? A spiritual gift is given to each of us so we can help each other. No, it's not helping. Take it off quickly. <laughs> what about NASB? But they don't want to take it off. But to each one is given the manifestation of a spirit for the common good. Okay, I think so. It's helping. Yeah. It's helping. So, today, I want to give you another prayer topic. Or, or not prayer topic. We are, the prayer topic is pray for the Holy Spirit. But when you are praying for the Holy Spirit, what do you get? What do you gain? What do you get out of it? So I'm trying to point it out to you. Perhaps as we talk, as we move through the different things. Sam Stevens, are you there? As we move through the different things, you would, you would discover and you will learn that I lack this because perhaps I don't pray for the Holy Spirit enough. I don't pray for him enough because that is the answer to my problem. That's the answer to my difficulty. That's the answer to my struggle. So I have a a short topic for you. I hope uh, you'll be here and you'll hear. Okay. First Timothy. Chapter one. Do you have 1 Timothy in your Bibles? Did you bring a Bible to church? Every Christian ought to have a Bible. And every Christian ought to bring his Bible to church. And every Christian ought to read his Bible every day. Every day. Read your Bible every day. And bring your Bible to church. Okay? Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the commandment of God, our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ, what else is the scripture saying? I can hear you. Which is our what? Which is our hope? Wait, I don't think I'm reading the right verse I want to read. Yeah, I knew I was reading the wrong one. How many feels in you I was reading the wrong one? Second Timothy, Second Timothy, Second Timothy, Chapter One. Second, Paul, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ. Are you paying attention? Because I'm not shouting. Okay, I'm not shouting. It's not every day. Shout, 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 shout. I'm not shouting. I'm not shouting, but I'm preaching. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God according to the promise of life, which is in Christ Jesus. To Timothy, my dearly beloved son, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. Are you understanding the Bible? So you read um, the book of Timothy. It's a letter that Paul wrote to Timothy. If it was 2018, it would be like a WhatsApp or an email that Paul sent to Timothy. Yeah. 
So those of you who don't regard messages that are sent to you, hmm. no, you all regard messages. You all regard messages. You are not, you're not. Verse 3. I thank God whom I serve from my forefathers with pure conscience that without season I have remembrance of thee in my prayers day and night. Jeremy, do you have somebody that you remember and pray for day and night? A spiritual person is talking. A basenta leader. A pastor. This is what he's saying. Praying for you day and night. Verse 4. Greatly desiring to see thee, being mindful of thy tears, that I may be filled with joy. Wow. When I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee, which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois <laughs> and thy mother Eunice, and I am persuaded that in thee also. So you see, what he's what is, is even describing is a very interesting thing. It's like if you come from a family that fears God, it's almost like it's a spiritual blessing. It almost sounds as though spirituality is something that you can gain or you can catch from the home that you are coming from. Yeah. Generally, you can also get some demons from your home. Thank God you are saved. Now that you are saved, no demon will have access to you. I block every familiar spirit from gaining access to your life. Yeah. No, no, when you are saved, when you are saved, you, you, you've, you've been separated, you've been sanctified. You are saved. That's the word saved. You are saved from a lot of things. You are saved. And you are saved. Amen. Is that, is that you? It's you. Okay. Ah. So you're here now every Sunday. Oh, okay. No problem. So he's saying that. He's saying that. He's saying that. He's quite, it's like, he's quite comfortable with it, believing that he would do well because his grandma, Lois, Auntie Lois, oh, Oh, Grandma Lois. Grandma Lois. Grandma Lois. Okay, Grandma Lois. Grandma Lois. And then, Mommy Eunice. Yes. They had unfeigned faith. What's the meaning of unfeigned? Do you know, do you know what feigned means? Because what's the meaning of feigned? Then the opposite is unfeigned. Huh. Feign means what? Hmm? Artificial. Fake, isn't it? Yeah. Pretending. Fictitious. So they have unfeigned faith. 
That means that they were real people. Real people. People who really believed in God. People who really, really believed in soul winning. No games. No games. No games. No games. Do you understand no games? No games. Oh, you're making me shout. No games. Okay, yeah. Aim to have unfeigned faith. Be real. As you are on a Sunday morning, first love, as we are on a Sunday morning, that's how we are throughout the week, isn't it? It's saying that Grandma Lois and Mommy Eunice. This or that. So therefore, their child too, their child, their child Timothy, he said he's persuaded that he also has unfeigned faith. And I was trying to point out to you that some of the things, some of the struggles that some of you might have, might have had, are things that maybe you saw growing up. Yes. That's why you are saved from them. You are saved. You are born again. You are saved from them. But what you see, what, what you see looks normal to you. You are, you are not even scared of it. You feel it's normal. It's okay to do it. Because after all, mommy was doing it. Mommy, you know mommy? Strict mama. That's what you saw her doing. Strict daddy. You saw him flowing in it like that. He flows in it like that. So as you're growing up, you you felt it's normal. Even when you came to church and you heard preachings, rebukes, corrections, you actually wondered. I mean, it's like what he's saying is, can it be real? Because that's money. So what are you saying? You are saved. I thought you'd say amen. Amen. You are saved. You are saved. That's why you are saved from every negative thing you've seen. And every negative thing you've experienced. And every negative thing you've heard. You are saved from it. You are saved by the blood of Jesus. You are saved. That's when you are saved. God gives you parents in the Lord. You are fathers. So that as you demonstrate unfeigned faith. You will be persuaded that what we see in your spiritual parents shall be seen in you also. Verse 6. We are about to get to our prayer topic. Wherefore, I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God. Do you you remember we just read about gifts? The same spirit. So when you have a gift, when you have a gift, when you have a gift, look behind you whether the person behind you is asleep. Check. Okay, now look in front of you. Everybody is up, so look at me now. Yes. Yes. Okay, so once in a while, now that, now that you know, you know how it is. Once in a while, you look behind you, you check. Okay. Not to your left or right, behind you. Check behind you, okay? Yeah. Then. Be your brother's keeper. Okay, yes. Is that, is that a good plan? Okay, so the gift of God. So when you have a gift, when you have a gift, it means you have the Holy Spirit. If you have a gift, the gift, because the gift is the effect 
of the Holy Spirit in you. You have a gift when you see the gift. So he said, stir up the gift. Stir up the gift. Stir it up. There's a camp called Stir It Up. If you haven't listened to it, you should, you should listen to it. Be Makane believers. Okay? Don't be Milky Way believers. Don't, don't drink milk. Chew bones. Chew bones and meat. Strong meat. Hmm? Are you there? So, say, stir up the gift of God, which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. Anytime hands are laid on you, you have a chance for an impartation of the Holy Spirit. Impartation. Next time you come to church, sit in front where the pastor can reach you and lay hands on you. Yes. Are you understanding? You receive a gift that is the Holy Spirit through laying on of hands. And he's saying that stare up. Why are you? you? Who is that? (laughs) Who is preaching? (laughs) Me or you? The gift of God. I really need you to understand the gift of God which is in you. It comes or the gift of God that you have. It's the Holy Spirit that is in you. That gives you the gift. So all, is it all of you dancing stars? You should know something. You should know something. That that gift and that ability that you have is the Holy Spirit. Yes. Let me call others to come and let me call Jeremy to come and dance. I call him. People are really mean. No, you see it. As this, I was watching that. So this one too, is it a skill? At least I'll practice it. Like hey, it's like a skill. So if you want to go down and come up and be dancing, Emmanuel, try it. Try it. Go, go, try. Emmanuel, try it. One leg first. Oh, hurry up. I'm preaching. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hey. <laughs> you might try this one too. Try it. <laughs> but you see, as they were dancing there, I was watching them. So this one too is an art. Hey, you have to go down quickly and come. When you come up, then you turn this way. Then you turn this way. I say, hey, why? Why? Why is it also? Is this also a, a, a gift? I don't know. If you try, it's a gift. When you go home, try. You try. Try left, right, left, and stand. And see, you see, you feel it here. Yeah. That something is paining you. Yeah. 
And you see, as they were dancing with their energy, I remember the scriptures, they serve the Lord with all your might. All your might. All your might. Everything. Everything that is in you and with you. They, they use it to serve God. They, their might. And God will bless you. Amen. You all have beautiful weddings. Amen. Yes. And beautiful homes. Amen. Your house will be very nice. Amen. Very, very nice. Both here on earth and in heaven. Amen. You have nice houses. Oh, it's for you. It's for you. It's for you. Yes, it's for you. Yes. Are you listening to what I'm saying? So, I'm saying that it's a gift of God in you. You have to stir it up. You have to stir it up. So, the next verse is why? You have to stir the gift up. Why you have to use the gift? Verse 7. It says that for, that is because you can sit down so those who are sitting can see. Isn't it? Those who are sitting, isn't it? You need to see, isn't it? Yes. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. So now immediately you can see here. They say, say stir up the gift that is in you. Show me verse 6 again. Verse 6. Show me verse 6 again. Stir up the gift. It is a put in remembrance. It's like I'm, I'm reminding you that you, there's a gift there. There's a gift. Those of you who haven't started using your gift yet, I'm reminding you that there's a gift. The Bible says you have a gift. There's a gift in you. And this particular one came by the laying on of hands. He got a gift. Say, there's a gift. Stare that gift of God. That's that thing that the Holy Spirit has put in you. Stare it up. Use it. Then it goes on and says that it's explaining verse seven, verse seven, verse seven, verse seven. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Do you understand? When the gift is not being used, it's showing us that it's not being used. Because of the spirit of fear. And when the gift is being used, it's being used because you have the spirit of power, the spirit of love, and the spirit of a sound mind. Yes. Yes. When you see someone serving God, working for God, in the front line, pushing on, advancing, pressing on, pressing on, Doing more, doing more, doing more. That person has the spirit of power, the spirit of love, the spirit of a sound mind. Don't think when you see people serving God, don't think they don't have problems or they don't have challenges. No, they have the spirit of power, the spirit of love, and the spirit of a sound mind. They do not have the spirit of fear. Fear paralyzes. When you have fear, you can't do anything. You can't. You'll be, surpri- you'll be surprised at how immobilized you become when you are afraid of something. You can't function. You can't operate. You can't come forward. So, first, when you are praying for the Holy Spirit for today, very quickly, 
I have four points today. When you are praying for the Holy Spirit, as you pray for the Holy Spirit, you, you are praying to displace the spirit of fear. Yes. Because God has not given us a spirit of fear. He has not given it to us. When God was giving gifts and giving, giving spirits or giving whatever he was given, he didn't give us a spirit of fear. No. No. It's like a parent asking a child, where did you learn this from? Where did you learn this from? Where did you learn this from? One day a mother asked me, a mother, a mother of, my mem- of my church, a mother of a member of my church, yes. Hey, Jesus. She asked me because her son has got himself involved in some things. So, she asked me, where did he learn these things from? That was the question she was, she was asking me. Where, where did he learn these things from? Who taught him? My son, with tears. So where did my son learn these things from? In other words, I didn't teach him these things. These things are not part of his upbringing. These are not things we practice. These are not even things we talk about. These are not even things that we do. So where did he get it from? So here God is saying, the Bible is saying, God has not given us a spirit of fear. No. 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 When you are dealing with God, no fear. He has not given us the spirit of fear. Are you there? Sisters, are you here? Because I need to talk to you a bit on this one. Because you must not have the spirit of fear. You must not have fears. Fears, fears, or fears, fears have a way of directing you. You must be led, you must be led by the spirit of God and not the spirit of fear. And I'm saying that sisters, I'm addressing you because sisters suffer more from fear than guys. It is like ladies have long hair and it looks good on them. Fear doesn't look good on a man as long hair looks a bit interesting on a guy. Do you understand? No, do you understand? I'm not saying if you have long hair, you're here, you're a guy, you have long hair. I've, I've not even seen you. <laughs> yeah. 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 Even when ladies cut their hair, our first question to them is why? Not that it doesn't look good. It looks good, it looks nice, but we ask them why? Is there a problem with your hair? This because the ladies also have long hair. So there must be a reason why they cut it. They cut it to grow it again. I think they have different uh, ideas. Yes. Mm. 
Whatever, whatever. They just have their reasons. They have their reasons. Whatever their reasons. We are not here to discuss their reason. I'm just making a point. Understand my point. So, fear doesn't look good on a Christian. And I'm saying that. I'm also saying that it's also not a common thing to see a man having those insecurities. Not a lot, but ladies suffer more from that. Insecurities. Fears. What will happen? What if it doesn't work? But what if it works? So, Bishop, what, what do guys suffer from? You see, you're changing the topic. But I'll tell you. I'll tell you. They, they suffer from lust. Brothers, isn't it? Yeah, they suffer from lust. Their problem is lust. They have a serious problem with that. That's why they are always staring. How many sisters sometimes you feel eyes on you from strangers? Eyes, strangers. Oh, sister, what? No, you don't answer any question. Ah, why? What's wrong with you? Sisters. Greater love, greater love, sisters. Do you sometimes feel eyes on you? Do you feel eyes? You feel eyes? But you can't lift up your hands. Hey. Brothers, don't you struggle with lust? Why is it easier for brothers to lift up their hands and sisters? What, what is the problem? What, what is it? Be healed in Jesus' name. Anyway. So, you will see, you will see that the spirit of fear is one of the controlling powers in this world and in this life. When, when, you, when someone has that spirit, it's even difficult to relate with the person. You see, as much as I'll advise you, don't marry a brother who has a problem with lust. I would advise you that. A brother who hasn't overcome it, he can't control himself. Anything that wears a skirt, he will, he, will, he will go for it. No, because if you marry such a person, he will give you, he'll bring diseases home. Yes, yes. You know, if, you know if you know what is being brought into you, he'll bring diseases home. Not that he's not handsome. No, no, none of those things. But you are entering into a very difficult contract. Extremely difficult. And you know how you are when you detect that there's someone else. There will not even be there will be others. You will be asking yourself, what's wrong with me? What don't everything he asked me, I give him. I do it. I do it two times. I do it seven times. Anything he asks, I do it. So why? No, no, listen, listen, listen. I'm making a very important point. Listen. You see, that's how they talk. It's not like I withhold anything from him. I give him everything. He does it this. I do anything until I do. But you see, still, because we are talking about spirits. It's a spirit. 
The person is driven by a spirit. So when you know it, a half of the time it is known. Three quarters of the time. 90% of the time. It is no secret. It is known. I would never advise you to do it. To sign such a contract. In the same vein, I would not advise you also to sign up for a lady ridden with fears. Possessed. You know those people who say, can I borrow your phone? Those people who say, who is that? Who is that you are talking to? Always scrolling through your phone. Check in. Let me check. Your and it starts early. Are you listening? Okay. You listen a bit, then you shout a bit. Listen more. Listen more. Okay. Listen more. Well, as you are shouting, the time is finishing. I have to end soon. Phone. Who are you talking to? Who just sent a message? When you go to the washroom and you leave your phone there, by the time you come back, it says somebody has sent a message with kisses. Who was that? Who is blowing you kisses? Who sent you a hat? Can I see your phone? Can I see this? You see, when you see that person, when you see that person, I'm describing a type of person to you. Who is that? Where were you? Where have you been? You told me you're going to your mom. Your mom. I called your mom. She said you left seven hours ago. This. ways as though is it, it, it becomes as though you're in a relationship you're in a relationship with someone who works for MI6 has devised different ways to read your messages to find what you are talking to Look, it's, it, it becomes difficult to relate to it's difficult almost impossible How come? Why did you change your pin number? Why have you changed it? Why have you changed it? Can I have the new one? Why have you changed it? I thought in this house we we are open. We share every information. I thought we share things. You see, I'm happy you're shouting now, but listen to me carefully. I don't wish any of these things on any of you. But you see, if ever you become stubborn enough to sign up to such a contract, you will discover that, especially to the brother who, is, who has, such, has signed up for such a thing, you will discover that, you will start asking yourself, am I that bad? Am I a bad person? Am I an adulterer? Do I like other women? Because the person's comments and interpretation of everything that you do points to the fact that you are an evil person. I was talking to a brother the other day. 
As I was talking to him, I, was, I, I, I just said to him, you know, I, I was just talking. I, I was just talking. And I said to him that, you are not like that. He looked at me in the office and said, it's hard to believe that. It's hard to believe that I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not guilty. He said, I've never, he said, he said, he said it's hard for me. It's hard. It's, it's hard. I was trying to explain to him that you are not the problem. It is, he said, he said, look, I have crossed, I have crossed that line. I believe that I am bad. I have heard enough things in my house that I am a bad person. Yeah. We think about spirits. Those are pray for the Holy Spirit. Because when you pray for the Holy Spirit, you displace, you displace the spirit of fear. You haven't seen people who say, you don't like me. Someone that you don't even know or you're, you're, you've had minimal interaction with the person. The person says, you don't like me. And you're wondering, how can I not like you? What do I know about you? How can I not like you? They say, you don't like me. You don't like me. <laughs> say, you don't like me. When people believe that you don't like me. I am not liked. I am not wanted. Nobody talks to me. Nobody looks out for me. I've been around for a while. But meanwhile, the Bible says he that has many friends must show himself friendly. It means that those who have friends are the chatterboxes. So become a chatterbox, you have friends. But I'm not like that. If you are not like that, it means you have fewer friends. And I'll be your main friend. Keep me as a friend. Because I also don't like talking much. So I like people who don't talk much. But I mean, if we talk once a year, you'll still be my best friend. Mm. So don't mind all those people who don't talk to you every day. Me, I'm okay with you. Once a year, we're okay. Let's talk. (laughs) Yes. You see the fears and the insecurities. I'm not sure. So that you don't even know what they use. Like this person has, it's like you like this person. We don't even know that because the person has something they don't have. I said, No, you like the person. You don't know. I'm a lady. I see, I see the way she looks at you. I've been watching. I've seen you talking. Even when you are talking, even your tone. Your tone, even your tone. You see, one day, one day, a certain pastor was having a church program. So he was ministering to people. The Holy Spirit was flowing. Power. Lay hands. Power. Receive it. Receive it. Take it. People were falling. People were puffing. People were wriggling. Take it. People were being blessed. Power of God was there. And the service ended. He went home. Like man of God, you've come home. When you see men of God and they're going home, you think of their wives. This girl is lucky, isn't it? She's lucky. 
He's, I mean, he's coming to her. You imagine that when, she, when he enters the house, red carpet. It's like some man of, it's like when you see the aura, when you see the aura around him in the service. It's like this guy is really blessed as he's going home. I, no, this lady is blessed to be going home with him. Especially when they share the same car. And she's driving. And he sits in. And she moves off. It looks so cool. It's like, it's like this is a dream. When will you drive your man of God home? You have a man of God to drive. I mean, who is your husband? Look, it's time to end the service. So as you are laughing. So, this powerful anointed man of God arrived home. Just like, just like Michal in the Bible and King David. When he got home, he said, look at you today. Look at you. He was confused. He was confused. He said, what was the problem? He said, but I saw you. I saw you when you were praying. When you got to that girl, when you got to that girl, your hands, your hands were not coming off. You prayed for her longer than you prayed for everybody. That girl. You think I'm making up a story, isn't it? He was really dressed down in the house. All the power and the man of Godism evaporated. Was that that girl? I was watching you when you got to her tent. You, everybody were touching and moving, touching, touching. When they got to her, you won't let go. You won't let go. <laughs> you won't, it's like that one, that when you got to that one, you won't let go. You held her and held on to her. Praying. And, and, and Mrs. was sitting there watching. You know these pastors why when I pray, they, they, they don't get, when everybody is standing, they, they don't get up. They, they sit there. When they cross their legs, it's like as though they are praying. I see, it's a manifestation of someone's insecurities and fears. It's when, you, when you have fear, when you have fears, you, and you have something good. You always ask, when am I going to lose it? When am I going to lose it? When am I going to lose it? That's what you see. You have, you have a, you've told your, I will marry you. I am with you. You meet her one day, she's just crying. I say, what's, what's the problem? Will you marry me? And you, and you are wondering, where is this from? It is not from you. It's not your problem. It is not your problem. You haven't done anything wrong. You've not done anything wrong. You've met the spirit of fear. That's why you'll be as if you just said bye-bye to her. You've just you've spoken to her on the phone for four hours. It's 2 a.m. And you've just fallen asleep. 3:17 a.m. Your phone is ringing. When you answer, you just say, Oh, I just I just wanted to say hello to you. You think it's love. 
You, you see, you think it's love. In your simple mind, you think, oh, it's love. But she's checking on you. Why is she not asleep? Do you people really understand what I'm saying? Oh, you are pretending. Checking of phones. Checking of friends together. You see, sad people, sad people, maybe they are better off marrying an electrician. Not a pastor. No, no, not a pastor. Because a pastor deals with a lot of people. And especially a lot of ladies. Are you not the ones who like talking to pastors? Yes. And some of you can't handle it. You see, you can't. You don't have the heart for it. So you shouldn't sign up for it. Don't sign up for it at all. Marry a doctor. <laughs> yes. Or something like that. Or a teacher. Marry a teacher. A teacher is a safe one. Marry a teacher. And marry a teacher of a primary school. Yes. Don't choose someone who is going to teach six formers. <laughs> primary school. Year two, year three. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. yes. These little, 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 little children. Yeah, they don't even have phones to call. But I'm describing a rare, a rare situation. You see, that, you see, that's where people tip into depression and all kinds of it's it's the it's the imaginations. And the thoughts and the feelings, and they mix it with feelings. He doesn't like me. He doesn't want me. I'm not liked. I'm leaving the church. This is it. You see, wild imaginations based on based on something that we don't even know about. Yeah. Since somebody who has been married for many years and he still has been to convince the person he's married that you are the only one in my life. You haven't seen one before. And for many years, they've even finished having children. Perhaps they're having grandchildren, but they still have to do assurance, assurance of love. But you see, when you pray for the Holy Spirit, it displaces the spirit of fear. The Bible says that fear has torment. Yeah, fear has torment. Fear torments. You're tormented when you are, you are insecure, you're afraid, you're not sure. You're tormented. It torments you. And you can't do well in a lot of things. Even if you have a good job, when am I going to lose it? When am I going to lose it? When am I going to lose it? You have a good friend, same sex, lady, lady friend. Then you see your friend talking to somebody else. Have you seen, have you seen the jealousy amongst ladies? The judge just sparks off. It's like, oh yeah, 
Yeah, now you've got this new friend. Yeah, you've got this new friend. Got new friend who has who has who has a Lincolnshire accent. She says London. <laughs> London. So I came to London. And you have and you have SE fifteen accent. So you say chatting. Chatting. Where are you from? I'm from Lighthouse Chatting. So your friend now has a friend who says London. It's like it's a problem. It's a problem. Does this friend prefer this friend to me? Then jealousy envy. No, no. Fear has torment. Fear has torment. It torments you. It leads you. It's what you're not experiencing. You may not, you may not even know when people are clamoring for your attention, fighting for your attention to displace this one, to displace that one. It's like, I'm the one who is liked. I'm the one who is this. You think you are having a meeting. You, you think you've just finished preaching powerfully. And then you are talking to someone. Notice those who cut into your conversation with people. Notice them. Praying for the Holy Spirit displaces fears. Fear. And you see, sisters, let me tell you, let me tell you early, okay? I'm just telling you early so you are saved. Don't push your partners, your husband, into sin from your persistent accusation and talking and nagging. Don't push them away from you. Don't push them away from you. Because that thing is not attractive. It irritates, it irritates a man. So when you have a man who is not strong, a little weakness, you can easily push him away. And then you will say, there, this is what I've been saying every time. This, this, this is what I've been saying. No, this is not what you've been saying every time. This is what you've been saying every time, but you, you've assisted it. Have you seen cars with parking assist? Uh-huh. You've helped. You have helped him to arrive there. So pray for the Holy Spirit. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Pray for the Holy Spirit. When nothing has happened and you are sad, pray for the Holy Spirit. Sadness, how did you get sad? How did you get so low? Imaginations, imaginations, thinking, thoughts, thinking, 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 thinking. You don't, you don't even know where it started from and how you got there. Pray for the Holy Spirit. The, holy, the presence of the Holy Spirit displaces the spirit of fear. God has not given us the spirit of fear. God hasn't given it to us. God hasn't given it to us. And I'm talking about it, they say, for you to see that it's a negative trait that you have to reject. It's a negative trait. 
called you for two weeks. Why don't you say that he's busy? Why do you think it's because of another woman? Why must everything be because of a bad reason? I'm ever going to pray for the Holy Spirit. Pray for the Holy Spirit. You see, sometimes fears are clear. We can see it. Those are the ones that have names. The phobias. Is someone afraid of, of snakes? Somebody afraid of spiders? Someone afraid of height? There are names for them. Should I give you some names? Some phobias? I'll read some the names for you so you know that they, there are names. The fear of going home. It's called echophobia. No, I had, a, I had a member once. He said, when he closes from work, he said, I finish work at 5 o'clock. By 5.30, I'll be on the bus. He said, I sit on the bus from wherever I pick it up to the end, to the last stop. Then say, all change, please, all change. Then I get off. Then I take another one to extreme end. He said, a double the cover. He said, he said, I sit on the top. He said, till about 10.30 p.m. When I check that she's asleep. Then I go home. Echophobia. He said, I can't go home. I can't. You see, one day, I'm telling you a lot of stories today. A certain brother went to bed. He opened his eyes in the middle of the night. What was lying in front of him? A knife. Knife. So he panicked. He said, what is this knife for? Then he asked. Woke his wife up and asked her, what's the use of this thing? The wife said, you've been having affairs. So, yeah, you people, Listen. Listen to something serious for once. He said, so I had planned to cut, to cut your thing off. I want to cut it off. Yes, I want to cut it off. Whilst you are asleep, I want to cut it off. But when I got to the room, I changed my mind. He was coming to cut it off. Fear of flying. Aviophobia. Avio. Fear of ugliness. Look, I don't like your laughter. I don't like it. I'm telling you real things. Real things. Real things about real people. Real, real people have such challenges. Fear of, do you know the, fear of, uh, the name of the fear of ugliness? Cacophobia. C-A-C-O. Yes. So those are people that you tell them you look beautiful, but they don't believe it. Yes. They never accept that they look beautiful. They never accept that they are pretty. They'll tell you about my forehead. Have you seen my forehead? They say, oh no. We've, we, you tell them, look, we've never noticed your forehead before. 
Then they'll say, hmm, hmm. You're just being nice. You just don't want to say it. You just don't want to say it. Yes, you just don't want to say it. Yes. I think, this is my opinion. You don't have to take it. It's not, it's not in the Bible. This is my opinion. I think that sometimes that's what explains people who use makeup excessively. It's like, it's too, it's like, is it, is it, you even get used to it that you can't even accept that without it, you look beautiful. It's like, it, by all means, it has to be there. By all means, I need to touch up something. Meanwhile, naturally, you look so nice. But they can't accept it. Hey. Are you happy you came to church today? Fear of being ridiculed. Catagilophobia. Fear of marriage. Gamophobia. Fear of gaining weight. Obesophobia. Fear of witches. Wicaphobia. You should know this one. Fear of foreigners. Xenophobia. Yes. It's strong in some countries. You can be killed only because you're a foreigner. No other reason. They will kill you. They will burn you. They will burn you. Once it was happening in one of the countries, a neighboring country, the president of a neighboring country said that it's only in this country, my neighbor, that a cleaner can say to a doctor that you've come to take my job. Yes, because those are some of their arguments. You foreigners have taken our jobs, and these are uneducated people talking. Talking to people who are doctors, surgeons, and saying, you come to take our jobs. But, but you are not. If, how? <laughs> you know, but it's a spirit. It's a spirit of being intimidated by guests, visitors, foreigners. You just don't like them. So though you don't have the qualification that some of them have, you are saying that they've come to take your job. How can an unbeliever say that I've taken his job as a pastor? Yes. And then, do you want one more? The fear of disorder and untidiness. Ataxophobia. Then the fear of being touched. This is aphenphosmophobia. May you never marry somebody with such a phobia. Hey! For to touch, you must be touched. You must be held. You must be hugged. Hey! I think I have to end here today. 
Because I have three more spirits to talk about. But pray for the Holy Spirit to displace the spirit of fear. To displace it. The exams are coming that you are afraid. You can't learn. You can't study. They say, I've gone blank. I've gone blank. Bishop, I've gone blank. You see, that's what, when you say, I've gone blank, I just say, I, I block that spirit of blankness in Jesus' name. Be free. They say, thank you, Bishop. I can learn now. Because it is a spirit. Bishop, I've gone blank. Bishop, this. Bishop, I can't study. I'm afraid. Bishop, this. No, they are spirits. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Pray for the Holy Spirit. It will displace these things. Someone really likes you. You can say he likes you. You keep saying, you keep telling your friends, no, 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 no. Because you are, because you are afraid. You see, you are afraid that what if it's not you? You don't want to feel bad. That oh, I thought it was me. And then you find out it was so, No, 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 it's not me. Then you become, you become hostile towards the person. Hostile. Because of fear of being hurt. Fear of being disappointed. So you lose precious things. And it guides you. If you ask me, I've seen people make grave mistakes because of fear. If you ask me, my opinion, my opinion is nothing, doesn't matter. But if you ask me, the, the only reason why they did what they did was because they were afraid. Not because they were led by the spirit or it, it's a blessing. It's fear. It's fear. So let me allow my life to take this line, this road. Of struggles and difficulty because I'm afraid. I'm afraid if I don't take this train, this is the last train that is coming. But there are trains. Don't trains even operate 24-7 now. Yes, there are trains. There are trains. Don't be afraid. Sisters, don't be afraid, okay? Don't be afraid anymore. Hey, sisters, are there sisters in this church? No, what's your problem? You are afraid that if you say amen, somebody will think that you have a problem, isn't it? I cast out that spirit out of your head. Don't make your relationships and your things difficult. Difficult. And don't forget my earlier instruction. I will not advise a sister to marry a brother who has a problem with sleeping around. No, 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 don't do it. You will suffer. You don't need that cross. Don't say this is my cross. It's not your, it's not your cross. It's not, it's, not, it's not one of the crosses. Yes. And you will know it because even you, if you are not careful, you will sleep. If he has not slept with you, he will sleep with you. And brothers, brothers, the day your phone, your phone is requested for, or the day you are asked a question that you know that you did not, you have not discussed this thing. It's only on your phone. So when did she find it? You ask it. Because when, those people, they can't keep it. They have to talk. They have to say it. So one day you'll be there. You just ask that, who is, who is Angela? Hey. Who is Angela? Oh, oh, who? Who is that person you've saved as XX? Who is X? Has XX got a name? Who is excess? That day, when you hear that question, 
and those discussions, you should know that you have to flee for your soul. Oh, yeah, yeah. That person is not ready. She's not ready. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't. Don't let that song become a reality in your life. We don't talk anymore. Is it now? It's easy for you to shout. But when you are there and you say that, this is me. We actually don't talk anymore. We don't hug anymore. We don't kiss anymore. We don't text anymore. But you saw the signs early, but you didn't believe it. You didn't believe it. You didn't believe it. She takes your phone, checking messages all the time. Who you're talking to? Why? Why? Are you a criminal? Why? <laughs> why why should someone make turn you into do you, do you know first accused, second accused, third accused? Why should you be the first person in a witness box? Every time you get to me, like you've been put into a witness box to explain yourself. That's how it be. Every time you get home, you're in a witness box. Explain yourself. Then you go to work. That's your break. Your hours at work is your break. As long as you get back home, witness box. What did you tell your mom? What did you give to your mom? Did you give your mom any gift on her birthday? Did you do this? What did you say? That day, when you see those signs, it's called flee. Oh, I advise you for free. If you are married, you can't flee. Yes. I'm saying before, before, before. Even if your wedding is tomorrow, cancel it. Yes. If today is Friday, Friday 9 p.m., wedding is tomorrow 11 a.m., and you find yourself in such, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, cancel it. Oh, any day. Any day. You don't want to marry yourself. So you are saying, oh, really? If you are told that your beloved is in bed with another girl, will you still marry? Well, anyway, some of you wouldn't mind anyway. That's what, that's what I've discovered. No, I've discovered it. I've discovered it. That some people don't mind. They'll say, after all, I'm the one he's going to marry. I'm the one he's yeah, they'll say if she if she wants to chip in herself like that, she should. She, I'm the one. I'm the I'm the one who's going to marry. Yes, that's what they'll say. I've been in this job for a while. I've been in this job for a while. I've been in this work for a while. I know that's what they'll say. So next time we meet, we're going to talk about the spirit of power, the spirit of love, the spirit of a sound mind. Yes. Because when you are praying for the Holy Spirit, you are praying for the spirit of power. Power. In the day of his power, his people shall be willing. Power. You will, you will see how, you will see why some people want to serve God and why some people don't want to serve God. You will see how some people are willing. They are willing. Willing, wanting, desirous. 
and doing it and serving God with fervency and zeal and nothing can stop them. Willing in the day of his power, his people are willing. <laughs> in the day of his power, there's willingness. There's willingness. There's strength. You see, so you will discover that cool, calm, phlegmatic, indifferent, not doing, not doing something. It's actually a spirit or a deficiency of the Holy Spirit. The slowness is a deficiency of the Holy Spirit. Reluctance to serve God and to work for God is a deficiency. Lack of strength in the house of God. Moving and advancing is a deficiency. Because in the day of his power, his people shall be willing. They would want to. When they have the power of God, when the power of God comes upon them, they will want to. When evil spirits come upon them, they withdraw with complaints and memories and hurts and bitterness and feelings. Evil spirits. Evil spirits. Evil spirits. I'm happy to be preaching to you. I'm happy to be preaching. Do you know my schedule? Do you, my, do you know my schedule for this month, November? I'm virtually, practically preaching every day of them. Every day of the month I'm preaching. But I'm very happy. I like it. I'm enjoying it. Even to even have the chance and the opportunity to do it. Do you know the last time I slept? You're laughing. I'm so, I'm so, I'm so happy. I enjoy it. My daughter asked me for a photo, a photo this morning. I, sent, I took a picture of my face and said, she said, Daddy, you look so tired. I said, I just replied, I said, I'm tired for Jesus. Yes, I said, I'm tired for Jesus. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I said, I like it. In the day of his power, you'll be willing. There's not like, I'm tired, so I want to sleep. It's too much. There's this. No, 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 no. I want to be in church. I want to work for God. I want to serve God. I want to do the will of God. I want to do the things of God. I want to advance his kingdom. Yes, no, no, you're tired. Tired what? Tired what and tired where? Ah, will, you even, will you even get to serve God? Will you even get? Will you even get opportunities to travel, to travel the world preaching? Will you even get, will you even get that chance? That I'm traveling the world and I'm serving God. It comes from the power of God. It comes from the power of God. It comes from the power of God. The power of God. You see that you are willing. You like it. You like it. Is it cool, brothers? Brothers, you are cool. You are too cool. You are too cool. You are too cool and broke. Yes. Broke in your real life and broke in the ministry. Because you are too cool, you are too laid back, and you say, and you say, it's it's my temperament. No, be a spirit controlled person. Be a spirit controlled person. Come alive for God. Come alive for God, and see how fast you will advance. Come alive. Come alive. Come alive for God. Get alive. Find some strength. It's not your temperament. It's not your temperament. It's not because your mother brought you up. It's not because you are pumped. It's not. It's none of those things. It's not no phlegmatic. 
talking about? We are talking about spirits now. Spirits. Spirits. Peter and Co. Peter and Co. Afraid boys. Afraid boys who couldn't speak, who couldn't talk, who are afraid of a little girl. Who is a, you are you are one of them. You are with the Jesus man. You are with him. He said, no, 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 no. Afraid boy. When the Holy Spirit came upon him, the Bible said he stood up with boldness, boldness, and began to speak. Boldness. Afraid boy. A few weeks earlier, he's the one who was running. He said, I don't know. He said, he said, I swear. I swear to God, I don't know him. I swear, I don't know him. That was Peter. When the Holy Spirit came upon him. When the Holy Spirit came upon him. He stood the people were laughing and said they are drunk. He said, he said, look, let me tell you something. These people are not drunk. This is that. He started explaining. He talked. The people he was afraid of, he started talking to them with boldness. In the day of his power. In the day of his power, his people will be willing. All these people you see, cool, soft, can't be percentile leaders, can't do anything, can't bring souls. You try, the only time that will get you to work is that we've announced, we've announced that there's a special program. Then yes, you are worked up. No, the level of the spirit in you is low. If you have had, you'll be driven every Sunday. Every Sunday will be special for you without a poster. You'll be driven. You'll be disturbed. You'll be stressed over the work of God. You'll say, God, I want more souls to be saved. God, I can't handle it. That's a cool, cool, slow, together. With nice shirts, together. Shape up. Come in. Cool. No spirit. No spirit. No spirit. No spirit. If you have the spirit, we'll see power. We'll see, we'll see willingness. You are, it's like, it's, do you understand willingness? I, it's like, I want, I want, I like, I choose. I choose, I like, I want. This is what I will do. You'll be driven. You've been cool for too long. What's this coolness? coolness? You don't understand why you are cool. You don't have the spirit. Because the spirit you have, that's what you follow. You see the same cool person. You should see, you should see them. The same cool, cool people. You should see, you should see them chasing girls. You should see them looking for beloveds. You should see them. You should see, you should see things they do in, in quiet places. The same cool guy. So he has no feelings. If you, if, you are, if you are cool, let your erections be cool. When it's rising cool, he say, oh no. Can't don't rise. Don't rise. I'm getting, mar- I'm getting married in two years time. Take your time. But you should see them. You should see those same people. You should see them. If it's others, their beloveds are shocked. They'll say, hey, I was walking with him. He put his hands around my waist. I mean, I said, put his hands around. I couldn't even believe. I mean, it's like, you see, because she, she doesn't want to embarrass you. She doesn't take your hands off. But she's thinking ahead that, hey, this cool man of God. Hey, man of God, look at what he's doing underground. Hey. When you sit on the train with him, then he's pushing closer. As though, as though the train is full. The cool, the cool brother, cool. What do you say? When he gets the things of God, cool, cool, cool. I mean, slow, dead. His hands. When he gets to something, his hands. His hands. His hands. Pressing things, pushing things. Smashing things. 
she'll be there. She'll be there wondering, hey, hey I mean, she'll even wonder whether she's a strange woman. That's what she'll say. She'll say am, I, am I tempting him? Am I a strange woman? No, it's a spirit he has. It's a spirit he has. The spirit, yeah, he has a spirit. Yes. If he has the Holy Spirit, we'll see it. We'll see when he's entering there, you'll see drones following him. He'll be a captain of 50 with his 50, commanding with, without a special poster, without a special poster, special program. Because he has it. What, 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 what poster that the, does the Holy Spirit need before he, he works? Cool. Me, I don't want to be a pastor. Hey, pastor. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But, you, but you're sure about erections. You're not sure about ministry, but you're sure about who to marry. Which one is more dangerous? Following God and choosing this girl that you don't know her from Adam. You've only seen her in church smiling. You marry her, take her into a room alone and lock the door and be there. What if she turns into a butterfly at night? Yes. Can make huge decisions. Huge, grammy, scary decisions. Go and follow some girl. One day, a certain brother. I was there when he was saying this story. I was there. I didn't hear it. I was sitting there. He said, back in the day, when he was a bad boy, he said he got. He said he was in the church, but the badness had not finished. So there was this girl in the church that he took to his house. He said he, the term he used was camp. He camped her for three days. Do you understand camp? Yes. He said for three days and three nights, this girl was not eating. Doing everything, but she doesn't eat. She doesn't eat. I said, won't you eat? So oh, no, I'm okay. I'm okay. Then he too, no problem. Let's get to the job. They were jobbing in the place. Then, on the final night, he said he used to go to work early in the morning. He, used to, he had to leave home around 4 a.m. So he said in the middle of the night, in the middle of the night, I think around 3 o'clock-ish, when he was getting up to go and, you know, have a shower or sort himself out before he goes to work, he said, ah, why not try one more before it's called for the road? <laughs> quiet, quiet, quiet. Behave yourselves. So for the road. So, Madame was asleep. Madame wasn't eating for was asleep next to him, in the same bed. So he put his hand under the duvet for to touch, for to stroke, and for to wake her up. But he said when he put his hand there, it was as though he's put his hand in water. So he wondered, ah, water, why is my hand getting wet? I mean, why? Why is it water? Why is it wet? Wet and cold. So he lifted the duvet to see whether she has wee wee, I mean, what is it? When he lifted the duvet, from here down, she's turned into a fish. She was a fish. She was a fish under the duvet, a fish. 
I was sitting there, I was saying, he said, he said a fish. He was lying next to a fish. Look, our next question to him, our next question to him, so, so what did you do? So what did you do? Because if you're looking, I mean, you can have heart attack. He said, he got out of the bed quickly, went to have a shower. We said, you were able to go and have your shower? He said, yes. Went to have a shower quickly, just, so he said, instead of leaving home at four, he must have left home around 3.30 or 3.15. Because it's like, I had, he said, I had to leave the house. I had to leave the house. He said, as she was going, she called him. and said, this thing that you have seen, make sure you don't tell anybody. Otherwise, you will not like what will happen to you. Yes. Fish. You have faith. You, but you have faith to choose a girl. You, have, you choose a girl. You have faith. But you don't have faith to serve God. I put it to you. You lack a certain You lack, see, it's a deficiency. It's a deficiency. It's a deficiency. Your coolness, slowness, reluctance, can't work, can't overcome some things, can't overcome pornography, can't overcome masturbation, can't overcome fornication. See, all these, all these are like, like traps just holding you. You can't overcome them. There's no power. In the day, of his power, his people shall be willing. They will want to. They, I mean, they will do. They will do it. You'll be surprised. They will do it. You'll be surprised. Do it. You'll be surprised. This is your point. So you are cool. You are cool. You are twenty nine. You are still. You are still cool. Growing up, he said, "I'm still cool. I'm still cool. Slow like that, gentleman. It's like, it's like as though you are running for prime minister. <laughs> Meanwhile, you are a minister of the gospel." Behaving and carrying yourself like you're, you're, you're running for you're running for uh, UN Secretary General. Stand to your feet and let's go home. Let's pray. I'm giving you a taste of the spirit of power. Uh huh. The spirit of power. That's what I was talking about. The spirit of power. The spirit of power. What you will be like if you have the spirit of power. What you will be like. So we are getting, we are, I'm pointing more pastors. You see them. We're lining them up here. Like pastors, ministers. Ministers. Serve God. Work for God. Just work for him. Just do it. Work for God. Work for him. Don't just become ser- serious and stubborn. You see, the spirit of fear, one of the effects of the spirit of fear is stubbornness. Yes. Because I won't let go because I don't know what will happen if I let go. If I change my mind, I don't know what will happen. So it's wrong, it's bad, it's evil, it's whatever, but I'll take it. Because I'm afraid. Cool brothers. I'm telling you, it's the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit. And the brothers have also gone quiet of me. Yes, it's the Holy Spirit. Your phlegmatism is not acceptable. It is not. I'm telling you, it is not. Never say that that's for me. I am cool. Never make that disgraceful comment. You are not not prayerful. You do have the Holy Spirit. If you have it, you'll be eager. You'll be strong. I mean, you'll be strong. You think I'm choleric? I'm not choleric. I've done temperament tests a million times since I was born. I am not a choleric. 
I am not. I am not one of those people who are different. I am not. So what are you? Spirit controlled. Yes, I have the spirit. If I sit me down right now, bring the test, I'll do it for you. I am not. I am not. There is no colorism about me. I have the Holy Spirit. I have the Holy Spirit. Ring my mom and ask, uh, ask her, what was he like? So he doesn't talk. That's what you believe. I, I was gentle. I was more gentleman than some of you who, uh, who gentleman. That's why I can rebuke you because I can see, I can see, I can see that you are not, you are not growing out of something you should grow out of. Yeah. The shepherd, the leader, you are not growing out of it. Slow down, cool, cool, cool. What these hard girls like because they want to control you at home. You think they are interested in ministry? They want, they want someone they can control. That's why they like you. If I even bring your young brother, they will take. They have no shame. 18 years difference, they will take. Oh, Andrew, am I saying something bad? I'm preaching well, isn't it? Mm. Cool. Except when your thing is rising. Rising, you get a quiet place. Then your hand starts fidgeting. It's like, oh. My dear, you know I love you, isn't it? Idiot boy. You can't preach, you won't preach. You can't sacrifice. You can't have a group, a group. You can't have five people that you are leading to Christ. And stuff. You can't, you can't. Okay, let's pray for the Holy Spirit. Pray for us to displace all these things. Pray for the Holy Spirit, pray. Let's pray. Pray for the Holy Spirit. When you have the Holy Spirit, you will not be useless. You won't be useless. You won't be useless in the house of God. You won't be. You won't be. You won't be. Fear will be displaced. Fear will be displaced. Fear will be displaced. Fear. Fear. Fear will be displaced. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Every eye closed, every head bowed. This afternoon you're here. Someone invited you to church. You've been in church. You've been in church somewhere. You've been in church here, wherever. But your relationship with God is not strong. You don't have a strong relationship with God. You want to say today, the pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to surrender my life to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Pastor, please pray with me. I don't want to go to hell when I die. I want to go to heaven. I want to give my life to Jesus today. If you're here like that, say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. While every eye is closed and every head is bowed, I want you to just lift up your right hand wherever you are, and I will say a prayer for you, and I'll say a prayer with you. Just your right hand. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus. I need Jesus in my heart. I need Jesus to be the Lord of my life. I want Jesus to reign in my life. Very quickly. God bless you. I can see the hand there. I can see the hand there. You also want to join. I want to say yes to Jesus today. Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus. 
I want to accept Jesus. I need Jesus in my life. I need Jesus in my heart. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. And I'll pray with you. Lift up high so I can see you. Lift up high. God bless you. God bless you. I can see your hands. I can see your hands. I can see your hands. If you feel like it, just lift up your hand. If you are not sure, you are thinking, just your right hand and I'll pray with you. And I'll pray with you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. If you have your hand lifted up, I want you to do one more thing. I want you to find your way out and come to the front. Come to me right now. If you've lifted up your hand, come to me right now. Come very quickly. Come. Even if you didn't lift up your hand, you can also come. Come, my dear. Come and stand there. Stand next to him, yes. Come. Even if you didn't lift up your hand, you can still come. I'm waiting for you. Come to Jesus. You are coming 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 to Jesus. Come to Jesus today. I'm waiting for you. Don't feel too important. Don't feel too big. Just as long as you're there. Think about hell and escape hell. Don't feel too important. Don't think you are too popular. Don't think you are too important. One day you will drop dead. Ask yourself, will it be heaven or hell for you that day? Come to Jesus. Come. I think heaven will be alright. I think heaven is gonna be alright. As long as you are there. As long as there is you. As long as there is you. I'm not thinking about the There's somebody here you feel very important. That is why you are not coming. God is sending me to you. It's telling you, give up today. Something great, something beautiful will come out of your life. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. As long as you're there. As long as you're there. As long as you're there. As long as you are there. As long as you're there. When it gets to salvation, don't feel too important. When it gets to God, don't feel too important. When it gets to heaven and hell, don't feel too important. Don't think somebody knows you. Somebody there's that. Don't think that way. Don't think that way. Come to Jesus. I'm waiting for you. One more person. I'm waiting for you. One more person. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Today is your day. It's your day. Come quickly. Come. Come.
bow your heads with me. I'm going to lead you in a prayer, a personal prayer. I want to say this prayer after me. Say it out loudly. Don't think it. Say it. Everybody in this room is saying this prayer. With every eye closed and every head bowed. Say with me. Say, Heavenly Father, I come to you today just as I am. I am a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sin and of all my mistakes. Please wash me with the blood of Jesus. Say, say, I believe in Jesus. I believe Jesus died for me and he rose up on the third day. Now say, Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Please come into my life. Be the Lord of my life. Say, from today, from today, I will serve you. I will follow you. Heavenly Father, I will follow you. I will obey you. I will say it. Say, I will no longer serve Satan. I will serve Jesus. I belong to Jesus. Say, Heavenly Father, please write my name in the book of life. Now say, thank you, Father, for accepting me and making me a child of yours. In Jesus' name. Say it out loud. Say, in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, I pray for these wonderful ones. May they, may they be great trees that have been planted in your house, Lord. Give them strength. Give them the power of the Holy Spirit. Use them mightily to do your will and to do your work. In Jesus' name, amen. Congratulations. You belong to Jesus. Congratulations. You don't want to shake my hands? Congratulations. Wow. Congratulations, my dear. Congratulations. God bless you. Wow. God bless you. Something beautiful is going to come out of your life. Something beautiful. Something sweet. Something sweet. Your testimony will change. You have good testimonies. Congratulations. Something great. God will use you mightily. You'll be a great person in God's hands. God will use you greatly. Greatly. Never turn back. Congratulations. Congratulations. Wow. Congratulations. God bless you. Serve Jesus. Congrats. I like your glasses. God bless you. Congratulations. Serve Jesus. Live for him. Pamsiko and Angie. God bless you. God bless you all. Father, may you keep them. May you help them. May they have the Holy Spirit in abundance to help them to serve God in Jesus name. So all of you in front come to church every Sunday. I'm sure you've enjoyed church today, isn't it? Can you imagine what you've missed since January? So, don't miss anymore. It gets nicer and sweeter and better. So be here every Sunday. Come to church. Hear the word. Grow in I see beauty about you people. Beauty, something nice. Your life will be nice. Your life will be nice. Everything that has affected your life 
destroyed your life, turned your life up. Some of you here, you feel your life is upside down. God is going to straighten it up for you. Yes, God is going to straighten it out for you. Your life will be very nice. There will be not, even your past. You will be surprised that your past will have no influence on your life now. It's going to be good. It's going to be wonderful. It's going to be beautiful. God bless you. You may go back to your seats. Clap for them. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on social media. Search for First Love Church London on Facebook and YouTube and First Love UK on Twitter and on Instagram. Have a blessed week.